Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Ellers. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Before we talk about what might be the modern era's most buzzworthy at least hell in a cell match the gutsiest performance i've seen in a long time yeah yeah um uh want to say thanks to all the friendos for hanging out with us the enforcer for holding it down uh, uh being the third man being the social engagement guy you got and, that right. uh just being all around awesome fella oh enforcer's uh, awesome he's the best so it was kind of funny, man, during the actual stream we had, I don't know, around 850 or so friendos. When word got around what happened in the main event with Cody Rhodes wrestling with the pectoral muscle torn off the bone. So the way this went down was uh, earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. Sorry, last night, actually, at a house show, WWE announced that Cody was not going to participate in his scheduled match for the night. Uh, because of an injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Meltzer had reported on uh, Wrestling Observer Radio that uh, it was a weightlifting accident uh, or a weightlifting-related injury. Mm-hmm. By the way, Macho T just raided us with a party 32. Thank you, Macho T. Thank you. Go Macho follow T. Macho T, everybody. Yes. Um, and, uh, and so the question began, then WWE's Twitter today confirmed it as well, 
that uh, uh, he's 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 still gonna he's still gonna proceed. Cody today was was tweeting out Chicago. Are you ready for this? And so the big question was, okay, what are they going to do? There was like some chatter about possibly Bray Wyatt coming back. Uh, and uh, and, and there's, how are they going to handle this? Is there going to be some sort of proxy for Cody? No. No. He showed up. Uh, and, it seemed uh, like they just did the match how they were going to do it. Seemingly no changes except for an, an emphasis on the uh, enormous bruise that extended from Cody, Cody's sternum to about, I don't know, his elbow. Yeah, so he took a, you know, he always wears the Homelander jacket. Seth shows up in Dusty Rhodes-inspired gear. It was hilarious yeah. and amazing. Yeah. And everybody's waiting for Cody to take off. the ho- and, and you can see, see it. Right Sort there. of peek at their eyes. I, I did, like, I rigged up, like, a fake one up here for the, for the overlay. Oh. Um, but, uh, but you can oh, see it. Good. And then, yeah, it's, it's from a real bruise. Uh, and then... <laughs> And he takes off, and it's as if, I mean, the, the 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 comments we got in our chat were hilarious. One person said, it looks like he's the guy who won't admit that he's been bit by a zombie. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, there, there are all sorts of great, but my God, it was like a deep, deep, gnarly yeah. bruise. Yes. Got, I mean, honestly, last time I saw something like this one, Triple H tore his uh, peck, peck yeah. uh, during, I think, the Saudi Arabia match with DX was, versus Undertaker and Kane. Yeah, versus Brothers Destruction mid-match. Yeah, he, he or early in the match, he, he tore his I peck, think, like, yeah. he went over the rope uh, mm-hmm. and, and held, yeah. And, uh, and you know, I the, he had done, like, there was, like, an Instagram post after the fact, and it was just the gnarliest, and this looked just like that. Yeah, and, you know, and it, so, and after the... Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just saying, and, and you know, and, and once they got... If anybody was had any any notion this was some sort of worked angle, uh, you know, to, to to build up Cody anymore. Once they got close enough, and you could see that the, you know this wasn't makeup. This was actually blood pooling under the skin after he after the match when he won. He was posing on the top uh, on the turnbuckle, and the camera was shooting upwards towards him, and you could see major swelling in the right pectoral area, and it made it a good thirty to forty percent larger than his left pectoral. There were um, distinct was, changes to, yes. <laughs> as the match And, and of course, during the, he worked a whole match not be able to lift his arm more than probably about this high. Yeah, right. Yeah, it he was, comes it out, was, he doesn't lift his right arm up at all. As you mentioned, it was one of the gutsiest uh, uh, performances we've seen in a long time. Um, yeah, the match I, itself was actually laid out. I mean, I don't know. It did, Like you said, it did seem like they probably hit the beats that they had wanted to hit anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Seth Rollins had brought, has, had brought up during their uh, their various promos, I think the last one, you know, you wanted to take a sledgehammer. You wanted to take a sledgehammer to the throne, and now you're trying to, you know, break this place take down. Take my throne, except, yeah. Yeah, yeah ta- now you want to take my throne. Um, well, a sledgehammer had been introduced in this match. Uh, we finally got after several years of Cody teasing it, Cody hit pedigree tonight, which more than anything, I mean, obviously we've, we've heard, we've read that an injury such as this could take between six to 12 months mm-hmm. to heal properly after he does goes through surgery. Um, I love that he got it in because honestly, who knows what the future holds? You know, I, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not educated in this type of injury at all, but this any sort of mishap, medically or not, yeah, 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 yeah. could spell the end of his entire career. We don't it could. know. Yeah, obviously. And like the the pectoral is a, is a major muscle. You yeah, know? right. It's a it's a pretty large muscle, and, and and I'm sure it has functions beyond, you know, just 
in terms of, of chest stuff, you know, in mm-hmm. terms of structurally, it might serve a lot of purposes. I mean, obviously, you couldn't lift his arm over his head, so obviously that had some some yeah. some play in it. Um, and you worry whether uh, uh, someone could make their injury worse, yeah, right. wrestling, or because of injury, get injured in other ways. You would think you would have to get clearance from the doctor, essentially saying, "Well, it's it's tore off the bone, but." You're not going to hurt yourself any worse having this one match. And then as soon as you're done, Banks, once swelling's down, you're getting operated on, you know? It's going to be... That's the only very, reason yeah. that he was... I would imagine he'd be, he'd be allowed to participate in this if, if it was a situation, situation like, well, you're, you're not going to hurt yourself any worse, essentially. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be very interesting to see, you know, what if, if he just goes away, goes away. Or if he, you know, gives... Ray, I'm sure he'll give updates through his social media... But if there's any interviews that are conducted, if you know, if we get some sort of scoop either from Meltzer or Sean Ross Sapp or whomever um, about you know the nature of all this stuff, um, but uh, you know how this match, what what took place once they realized the severity mm-hmm. of the injury and 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 what decisions were made and what went into those decisions, how the match ended up getting lay, uh, you know laid out at that mm-hmm. point, what changes were made, like you mm-hmm. said, there was an emphasis, you know, Seth targeting you know the obvious giant rotting flesh right there um that clearly was something that they focused on yeah. but uh but we both figured cody would win this going in and he in fact did win it go uh, uh coming out of it uh just a this this match will be remembered for a very long it time will. when he returns uh, uh, and I say when thinking that you know he's he's uh, barring some you know mishap some unfortunate mishap he'll come back and it'll be massive. It yeah. will be yep. massive. And the, the funny thing is, like, if you look if you look ahead, let's say he's able to come back by the Rumble, right? Mm-hmm. They want The Rock for the next WrestleMania. I don't know how they get around. I mean, Cody could Cody could totally take that title off of yep. Roman yep. at this point. Yep. Let's say Roman beats Rock. At WrestleMania, but like if Cody comes back for the Rumble, Cody's got to win the Rumble unless they do the thing where they split the belts. But I mean, I don't know the way they're going. It seems like Roman's going to have both those titles walking into WrestleMania next seems year. That way, yeah. I don't know way. how you fact like what do you do? Do you factor Cody in? Rock is obviously the big ticket match. Yeah. Where do you then slot Cody in going there going forward? Like what if if you're Vince McMahon? What what do you think that he would do in that? Situation? Like what's a possible scenario here? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. I mean, that's a, that's a tough, it's, that's, a, that's a difficult question to answer. I mean, it seemed like his path was, he seemed to be an obvious front runner for Millie the Bank. That's totally off the table now. Completely, yeah. Completely and totally. Um, well, uh, Patty Swan here in chat says Cody spoke to the crowd post match. Says nobody convinced me with a torn peck to come out here. It was solely my decision. Um, Mayo is always Cody versus to, to to stay the center of attention to stay yeah. the most relevant person in wrestling. Uh, Cody versus Brock here. Mayo is glue suggests Vermillion says Roman and, and Rock night one, and then Cody Roman night two. Whoa! Earth to Elliot says Cody stacks them both. <laughs> That would be amazing. Have Vince McMahon, that's got to be on Vince McMahon's mind. After this match, because Vince loves this oh, shit. Oh, yeah, he was. He loves he was, this yeah. shit. Yeah, he does. Cody stacks them both. The night one, night two thing is legit. If mm-hmm. Co- if, if Rock already has the, the match booked like before even the Rumble, but Cody wins the Rumble, night one and night two, that's a possibility. Could be. That's, an, that's be. a possibility right there. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess part of it is he has to, he'll have a surgery first. Then it depends on how rehab's going. Yeah. And if he yeah. can't make it back in time for the Rumble, but WrestleMania is still a possibility, then I suppose you got to give him a, a feud um, for Mania, and then you build to him beating Roman over the summer. Mm-hmm. Schedule yeah. SummerSlam at Madison Square Garden next year or something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, have Cody be. win the title it, at MSG. That's huge. Yeah, you know, have him do that. I, I know he, we, they have a, a, a raw, I believe, at Madison Square Garden coming up the summer, where I thought maybe he'd have a match and win in mm-hmm. a similar fashion to his dad mm-hmm. to further motivate him to actually get that win. But at this juncture, yeah, do 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 Madison Square Garden SummerSlam next year. I know they want to do the summer stadium, the SummerSlam for or the stadium probably going forward, but. Mm. Yeah, telegraph yeah. the shit out of it that you're putting the belt on Cody at this show. Yeah, uh, let's talk about what ripple effects this might have. You and I mm-hmm. had both thought that Cody was going to be a shoe in for Money in the Bank. Clearly, like you said, that's off the table now. Mm-hmm. Um, on SmackDown, which we're going to talk about tomorrow on uh, mm-hmm. on our show, uh, Drew McIntyre had said he plans on taking the titles from Roman at Clash at the Castle. Um, Look, I, I you can you can write all sorts of storyline reasons for Drew to have that match. Adam Pierce could just say, makes sense, you know, mm-hmm. because it totally does. Would they then pivot the money in the bank winner to be somebody who um is obviously just gonna lose it on a cash in? I mean, or would they just say, Okay, well, Roman says Drew doesn't work for me, brother, you gotta earn your spot. Drew wins money in the bank and declares the cash in at, at Clash of the Castle if mm-hmm. Randy Orton is, in fact, the uh, the opponent for Roman at SummerSlam. It, like you've said in the past, he's Randy flipping Orton. He deserves a title shot anytime he wants it. 
Do they motivate that match using Money in the Bank or the Bloodline Hunter himself, Matt Riddle, mm-hmm. um, who's supposed to have a Roman Reigns match at Money in the Bank? Um, yeah. Do they switch things around and have him win Money in the Bank to motivate the match? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? I, I mean, it's. I'm sure they're scrambling backstage to to work out plans now since what might have been plans. We don't know for sure if Cody was was kind of uh, earmarked to win Money in the Bank or not. You know what but, they uh, could do? They could. So Mr. Sinister here brings up Lashley holding up the yeah. title. And now you and I had both going into this. And it's funny because the betting odds, which grain of salt, had, had gone with Bobby Lashley earlier in the week. And just today, the betting odds switched over to Amos and MVP. Mm-hmm. Now, Lashley stood tall at the end of Raw. We figured that's why Amos and MVP plus like. It benefits Amos and MVP. It doesn't really hurt Lashley that much to lose a a handicap match. Mm -mm. But Lashley won tonight. He held up somebody's replica title. Is it possible that Lashley would then be considered number one contender at going into Money in the Bank? That He has that match there. Riddle wins Money in the Bank. And then maybe you can use that to motivate Orton coming in because Riddle tries to cash in and gets decimated perhaps. Mm-hmm. Bloodline completely does one of those super extra violent beatdowns. Yeah, that motivates a return for Orton, and that motivates a SummerSlam match. There's I mean, a they bunch of be, pieces they could play with here. Yeah, there are, but they got to be careful with with how they utilize Money in the Bank this year. After several years of it kind of not really playing out, probably how it should have. It's been pretty bad lately. Um, it's been just, yeah. So if you want people to 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 take Money in the Bank seriously. And maybe one day actually fill up a stadium for a Money in the Bank show. Yeah, make it mean something again. You know that's why I, I, I thought it'd been cool if, if Cody. I know it wouldn't happen this year because they want Roman. Yeah, around, I know. But if Cody yeah. had won it, and said WrestleMania, me and you, Roman. Yeah. Oh, Fluffy Canuck has a great idea here because it's. I don't like the idea, but it's totally in character. Riddle wins Money in the Bank, gives it to Randy. I, I think Randy would be like, no, I don't want that. That's you. You won that. Um, yeah. I love this here from the Miku says Lashley versus the fan for the replica title. <laughs> Book that match. Um, oh, that'd be great. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Also on, uh, what is it, Hell in a Cell, yeah. Bianca Belair retained her Raw Women's title. Honestly, it was just called the, the, the WWE Cody's Missing Pectoral Muscle. Yeah, That's what pay-per-view is called. Uh, so, uh, Bianca retained, and uh, the, the big question is, who is the next contender for Bianca Belair? I mean, the way the match finished, I guess it could be Becky again, because this, this is the first match, so I guess we can kind of segue into uh, the, the recap of the show. So the, the show kicked off with Becky versus Asuka versus Bianca, and throughout the match, Becky's thing was throwing someone out of the ring to try to get a 1-1 matchup. Mm-hmm. And she did it like four, five, six times. And then finally at the end, when uh, Becky hits Oscar with a manhandle slam, Bianca, Bianca comes back in the ring after I think Becky had just thrown her out and throws Becky out of the ring, covers Oscar to get the win. Um, it seems pretty evident they probably want to do Becky-Bianca one more time. Mm-hmm. And I would yeah, be surprised maybe. if it wasn't at SummerSlam. Um. 
Yeah, because so, SummerSlam. No, you're right because they, they sort of have their cake and eat it too. Like SummerSlam is the one year anniversary of the 26 second, mm-hmm. you know, controversial mm-hmm. Becky Lynch return. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Becky, she's got to go through all this right now. Um, Bianca's learning her game, you know, and besting her at it. Uh, and uh, and Oscar's there too. <laughs> so like, I feel like I, I mean, in the end, it's going to be Becky's got to get past Oscar to get back to Bianca Belair. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, like you said, SummerSlam seems like that's going to be uh, the situation. But like, in the meantime. You know, with Becky and Oscar doing their thing, mm-hmm. we've got Money in the Bank coming up. There's probably going to be a match there, and then on top of that, obviously a Money in the Bank winner. Now that can go to either brand, but let's assume, let's just say it goes to Raw. Who does she have as her possible opponents there on Raw? It's too early for Rhea. Rhea will be Is after Lacey Becky. Evans back on Raw now. No, she's back on SmackDown. Yes, she is. She was on Raw. She was on SmackDown, then Raw. Now SmackDown again. That's right. Well, maybe by the time Friday. Money in the Bank comes around, she'll be back on Raw. Back on Raw and win it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, um, I mean, Rhea's going to be... Rhea Ripley. Yeah. I feel like Rhea's probably... They're going to get some more wins uh, for Judgment Day, and then after SummerSlam, you know, I, I, I would imagine that Bianca's feud through the fall um, will be Rhea. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, Liv's a good guy. It's not going to be her. They mm-hmm. already did Sony Deville, which it bums me out that Sony's gone again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, do drop. They should do do drop again. Remember they had like forty matches in a row. Yeah. yeah. I mean they could. Well, she's a good guy now. I was gonna say Alexa Bliss. If they figure out a story for Alexa Bliss, yeah, she should totally be a challenger at some point. But I just don't think they really know anything about what they want to do with her. I know. Um. I anyways, know. let's go ahead and dive into the recap. Sure. Because the rest of the show is kind of like a glorified raw, to be honest with you. Uh, we had Becky Lynch versus Oscar versus Bianca Belair. Like you already sort of mentioned the story of this match. You know, Becky taking advantage, trying to be the uh, the opportunist here. Mm-hmm. You know, using somebody uh, uh, hits a move, she chucks that person out of the ring, tries to either get the pin or get the advantage, anyways. Um, and in the end, Bianca ended up throwing Becky out of the ring after she hit Oscar with a manhandle slam, and Bianca covered Oscar. Didn't even bother to get her own move in. No, nope. she used Becky's finish for the pin there. Yeah. Um, but this was a wildly entertaining match. It These was. three can just put on banger after banger after banger. Yep. Really, really yep. good match here. It was. It was fantastic. There was this one stretch where uh, Asuka, she was in the ring one-on-one with Becky, and she was just firing off shot after shot after shot. Um, fast. Super mm-hmm. fast. It mm-hmm. was really good stuff. It was awesome. Yeah. It was It was a really fun bout, and, 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 and Bianca got a win here that, that – solidifies her even more as champion, but also potentially feud, furthers her feud with Becky. So I guess you can't really ask for much more from this. Mm-hmm. No, I, no, this is going to drive Becky nuts. Absolutely crazy. <laughs> That's what's uh, awesome about it. Then we're backstage and Amos is chatting with MVP. Cedric Alexander steps in. He's like, I have this plan. Um, and it's been, essentially it's matched to be like a three on one handicap. And MVP says, no, stop. You're, you, you never get the job done. Hurt business is done. It's never coming back. Live with it. And then Amos just looks at him and says, it's time for you to go. Yeah. So that match was next. It was Amos and MVP taking on Bobby Lashley. Yeah, and of course, Cedric Alexander factored into this. Uh, uh, I, I, I was like, okay, well, how's I? And I wonder if this match, if the outcome of this match changed because of the Cody situation. Um, uh, who knows? If it totally could have because, I mean, yeah. the way – so let's we'll get through it. We'll talk about it, uh, what happened after the bout. Uh, in a little bit. So 
uh, one point, Lashley knocks MVP off the apron, drop kicks Amos on his legs, looking for a suplex instead of Amos hits a suplex of his own. Eventually, uh, Amos grabs Lashley by the throat, looking for a choke slam. Cedric runs down, leaps off the top throat, trying to hit Amos from behind. Instead, Amos grabs him, flings him over the top rope to the floor. So he turns around, Lashley hits him with a spear. Uh, he rolls to the floor, so he's out of it. He wasn't even like the, the he hadn't been tagged in. MVP uh, was like the legal competitor. So anyways, MVP misses a boot in the corner. Lashley locks on the hurt lock. MVP taps. And then, as we mentioned earlier, Lashley goes ringside, gets the replica title from a fan, and walks around the ring with it a little bit. Holds it up. I don't know if he did the dis- discount double check motion. Um, per I se. didn't notice that. I, I didn't notice him. it. But if, if I was more worried about him getting the replica title back to the correct fan. I was worried about that too. He took it and he walked around a little bit, and I, I don't know. I my memory is terrible. You know? Mine too. I, I would be like, who did I get this from? All right, I'm trusting it's you. He was in, he was in the same area where he got it from, so hopefully the the correct owner got it back. You know, pretty sure he took care of business there. I hope so. I hope yeah, so. The, Lashley's yeah, professional. Th- it was kind of goofy because when at one point when uh, when Lashley uh, beat that ten count, like Amos had him dead to rights, and he tagged an MVP, and he tagged an MVP, the hubris from MVP, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Amos should have just like destroyed him on the spot. But uh, again, Amos, you know, he's like, oh, MVP's my new mentor, so I'm yeah. gonna listen to him. But so. MVP's making it about himself, not about Amos. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I wonder if that's going to come MVP Amos pairing is not going to last much longer. I'd be shocked if it lasts past Monday, to be honest. Oh, I know. Me too. Amos got to be pissed. Uh, after that, we had uh, Ezekiel versus Kevin Owens. Um, I was kind of surprised that this wasn't a bit more overbooked. This is a straight up match. Kevin Owens just won. Yeah. Beat him with a stunner. Uh, yeah. It was kind of. Yeah. I thought they would try to do have have uh, Alpha Academy get involved because they're in Kevin Owens super kick Chad Gable mm-hmm. on Raw have someone come out acting like Goliath either distract Ezekiel or Kevin Owens yeah um, you know and uh, uh, there was a the, the symmetry to this match I, I quite enjoyed because as soon as the opening bell rang Ezekiel hits Kevin Owens with a jumping knee follows the top rope elbow gets to try and get that win immediately mm-hmm. yeah and then down at the end uh, he tries the same thing he hits the jumping knee goes up top this time Kevin Owens knocks his feet out from under him hits a couple super kicks cannonball stunner to get the win and it was you know it was competitive bout in between but yeah it was it was it was pretty surprising no Gable no Otis no uh, uh, Elias impersonators none of that <laughs> that would have been awesome um yeah El Vagabondo um yeah yeah it's it was kind of weird because like it's been really effective comedy this this feud. I've really enjoyed it. I've been very entertained by it. Mm-hmm. Um, but and so, but like the match kind of didn't feature any of that. It was just you know Owens yelling at him, "You're Elias, you're Elias," and Ezekiel yeah. just sort of takes it. They do need to sort of go somewhere with this at this point mm-hmm. um, because like it's still unresolved. It's still yes. you know he's not going to admit to being Elias. No. Uh, no. After that, we had Judgment Day versus Bull Live Club. Uh, this pretty much went down the way we figured. The you know, Rhea had some interesting looking gear. Apparently, uh, her gear did not arrive in time, but they were all you know, Planet Fitness themed, and uh, and I thought that her improv outfit looked pretty cool. I thought she yeah, did I a thought good it looked job. pretty cool. I yeah. thought it looked pretty neat. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, yeah, I mean, we we, we kind of speculated that uh, one of two people will, will would take the loss here for Bull Live Club either after. You know, Liv pinned Rhea on Raw, 
she would eat the pin, or Edge would pin Finn Balor. Turned out the latter happened. I mean, it was a competitive bout. Uh, at some point, AJ Styles got busted open hard way. It was pouring blood out. There's like a little pool of blood. Um, he got taken out towards the end, and trainers came out and and uh, and looked after him. Um, but uh, twice, uh, Finn Balor went up looking for a coup de gras. Rhea Ripley got in his way the second time. Uh, Liv comes in, tackles Rhea and herself out of the ring. Uh, Finn misses coup de gras on Edge. Edge spears him for the win. I know we I I, I would have thought maybe we would have had a new member of Judgment Day considering that's what Edge's thing is now is recruiting for Judgment Day, whether it be someone from Bull Liv Club or someone like Champa. Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah. happen. I mean, like this the show wasn't necessarily bad from an in ring standpoint. Right. It was bookended by two really, really good matches. Mm-hmm, yeah. It, it was just like like the Kevin Owens Ezekiel match didn't advance the story a whole lot. Didn't Same with this Judgment anything, Day yeah. Bull Live Club thing. It didn't really advance the story a whole lot. You would have thought that now that Kevin Owens finally got his hands on Ezekiel, he would take things up a notch. He'd either maybe he'd get himself DQ'd. That's why, like, I think we both went with Ezekiel winning this match, even though I was like, ah, eh, let's go either way. Uh, something would happen. You know, the alliance yeah. with, with uh, Gable falls apart. Um, mm-hmm. Kevin Owens goes crazy. And, and gets himself DQ'd something, but it just didn't happen. Um, maybe they just want to move on from it. Who knows? I mean, Vince sometimes just gets bored with stuff. But similar with Judgment Day, it's not even like Judgment Day really exhibited that they were on another level. Like, I know. It's not like they were they won because they are functioning as a better unit. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. Like, it's it, it really did. Like, I know Rhea, Rhea came in and sort of did the distraction with Finn thing. Oh, what are you going to do? Hit the you know, drop kick me or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I guess they kind of are, but it's again, like you said, it didn't really take things to another level. AJ Styles also got busted open towards the finish of this match. Pretty fierce. Yeah. He seemed to not be uh, scheduled to be factored into the finish regardless. Um, but at one point uh, edge, like towards the finish uh, posted AJ Styles, he goes falling out. And I think prior to that, at some point yeah. he got busted open. Yeah. They, they showed a, they showed the replay of that. And even then he was already bleeding. Yeah, somebody had some footage of uh, on Twitter of him down on there. The floor, and, uh, yeah. yeah, he was he was busted open pretty fierce. Yeah, he was. He was. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. So after Judgment Day gets the win, we go backstage. Bobby Lashley's uh, walking through. Cedric Alexander's there. And, And he says, hey, Cedric. And Cedric says, hey, Bobby. My interference in that match, it wasn't, for, it wasn't for you. It was for me. He says, I'm trying to find a way to, to stand on my own two feet. Mm-hmm. And Lashley says, all right, well, I'm proud of you, but don't mess in one of my matches ever again. Yeah, it was all very cordial after Cedric had been trying to take out Bobby for, like, months now. I know. Basically so. ever since they kicked him out of Hurt Business. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I really hope this means they're going to do something with Cedric, man. The I hope busts so. his ass. So Every time he's on TV, he just gives everything he has. And, uh, and yeah, they just sort of keep on making him this dude who can't get his shit together. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a, I mean, I guess not surprisingly, but this match was violent. 
I mean, it's kind of overshadowed by the fact that Cody wrestled with his peck off his bone. But uh, happy Corbin versus Madcap, um, which we're going to talk about tomorrow on SmackDown, the logic or lack thereof of, of a guy of, who's got a new attitude, a serious demeanor, not joking anymore, no more rebranded joke, aesthetically, new music, uh, and, and the one part of his name that should be gone, Madcap, is now his entire name. So, Steve. Yes. I, uh, just to, to, to refresh myself, I know what Madcap means, obviously, but I w- here's some, uh, some synonyms of Madcap. Zany. Yeah. Centric. Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. Good. Unconventional. Mm. Weird. Any mm. of those words describe this new iteration of Madcap Moss? What's synonymous with the word? No! No. Of course no. not. Of course not. Uh, of course not. Yeah. I mean, it'd be one thing if they separated, like, the mad from the cat because now he's mad at Corbin. But they're yeah, not. Yeah, it's called Mad, mad Moss. Mad Moss. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mad Man Moss. Someone in chat during the stream said Mad Dog Moss. There's a lot of things mad you can do. You still have, yeah. you still have mad there. I know. It's It, it doesn't make you would speculate that maybe they just put out a shirt recently. You or know. they just put it off a bunch of shirts. Or they have, like, yeah, they have like a lot of shirts still in stock. And they're like, well, we got to sell these shirts. And they all said Madcap. I don't know. Whatever the case, these guys bust their asses. This match was pretty great. Uh, very physical. Mm-hmm. Um, this felt like more a pay-per-view match than like just a SmackDown match. It was the only it, SmackDown it, it, match it, on the card. It was the only one, yeah. And it deserved to be. There was no holds barred. And, man, they did everything in this match. We had chairs, uh, kendo sticks, I think. Or did the kendo stick only apply in the Hell in a Cell? They I had ring steps. The the There's a lot of chairs steps. and ring steps. There was one. Br- there was fighting in the crowd, um, and then and there was there was a couple of brutal bits here. There was one where Corbin put the chair around Madcap's uh, head, and he did the thing where he then rammed the chair slash head into the announce table. Mm-hmm. That looked gnarly. But then uh, let's talk about this finish here, where Madcap. He hits, uh, so he hits Corbin with a fallaway slam onto some steps that he had put in the in the ring, that Corbin which did, already yeah, yeah. looked already looked yeah. pretty gnarly. Followed that up with his finish, the punchline, which is a rude awakening. It's a neck breaker, and then he wrapped a chair around, but he didn't go for the pin there. He wrapped a chair around Corbin's neck and then hit the chair with the ring steps for the win. Basically, he like yeah, yeah. Well, echoed Corbin what here. Corbin had did to him with. Right. Chair around the neck, Andre trophy, but this time it was ring steps. Right. But and man, they, they if say anybody... the ring steps weigh like what three hundred pounds or something like that. Yeah, it's always ridiculous. Yeah. Um if anybody has really proven that they deserve more opportunities, it's madcap. It's Moss. Mm-hmm. This guy mm-hmm. took a dog shit gimmick with a dog shit situation, uh happy Corbin's joking yes man. And turned it into a character that actually has some depth, has some complexity, and he's really run with everything they've given him. He's mm-hmm. got charisma. Um, he's tough as nails. That one spot with Drew McIntyre where he kept on going, yeah. he probably should yeah. have. Um, Vince loves that stuff. So I hope they continue to give him some opportunities. Uh, where what, what, what would you like to see next from, from Riddick Moss? Uh, Enforcer uh, wants to see him in Money of the Bank, and I don't disagree with that. That'd be good. That'd be a good I spot think he, for him. Not that he has to win it, obviously. Um, I think that's it's way too early. I mean, he's just got the repackage. Although he fits, he checks a lot of the boxes. 
that seemed to lead to a Money in the Bank win. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Vince is, 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 it really likes him. Mm-hmm, yeah. He's got the repackage. He's coming off a, a, a pretty significant win on pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too early. It's sort of like with Otis. You can tell us Vince was infatuated with this Otis character, putting yeah. Money in the Bank briefcase on him, and then realized pretty soon, I can't do anything with, with this guy with the briefcase, and got it yeah. off him. And yeah. and you, that, there's a historical precedence with Vince just saying, "Oh, I like this 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 wrestler a lot." Putting the briefcase on him and, and essentially having buyer's remorse. You know what's funny about Moss though is that Moss' storyline would actually maybe benefit from getting the title. It's kind of like what we said with Otis. It's like, what are you going to do with him? He's going to lose, but mm-hmm. if he loses in a really valiant effort, because it's Roman we're talking about, Madcap yeah. especially because Madcap is actually like. A relatable human being as opposed to Otis, who was just like, you know, a not. He was like very mm-hmm. one dimensional. He was hilarious, mm-hmm. but he was one dimensional. Um, if you were to put that briefcase on Moss, which would be completely unexpected, not going to happen, but if they did. And then he, you know, steps up to Roman, gets his ass handed to him, but he puts up a hell of a fight, um, like takes Roman to the limit, to the limit, to his limit. It would it that would that could totally take him to another level as opposed to, I don't know. I mean, if you put him in a good feud with, like, what is he on, SmackDown? Hey, mm-hmm. a good feud maybe over the next six months, maybe he could be the guy that takes the IC title off Gunther, who's totally going to win that soon. Yeah, he is. Gunther is I mean, he that. shouldn't because Gunther is – nobody should ever lose to Gunther. No, no never. Nobody um, should ever beat Gunther, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, so uh, the problem with – I don't dislike that scenario with Moss and Money in the Bank. However, I just feel like, again – and maybe WWE doesn't really think this way or care about it. I feel like people are just really want like someone to have the money of the bank briefcase and have it be cool again, you know? Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, I feel like this year you can't. This year it has to be a losing ever because nobody is gonna beat Roman. Like at well, this point, you, you just need to do a, a really well told story with a loss. That's what I'll take. Here but here. They got the briefcase for a year. That takes you past WrestleMania. You can still have Roman do the thing. That's why I thought Cody was probably a good choice to win it because Roman can get well, the yeah, stuff. Well, yeah, but that can't happen now. Obviously not. Yeah. Um, you go through Roman with the Rocket Mania, and then, bang, you can have a cash in. I mean, obviously you can't have Cody do it. Probably can't have Cody. No, you can't have Cody do it now. That's the um, thing, yeah. I mean, um, now, given the situation, if let's say, let's say Cody is the guy, especially yeah. after tonight, Cody's yeah. the guy that takes the title off Roman. Nobody else. Drew's going to come close at Clash. Yeah. The briefcase winner has to be a loser this year. No, I know. But it's, 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 it's I think it's just another instance where people are going to look at the money in the bank briefcase and be like, why do they keep messing this up? I know. I understand all everything that you're saying about Roman's going to be not taking any L's between now and WrestleMania probably. Unless they split the titles and then it's a different conversation oh, entirely. I don't want them to do that. Um I think I think look I think you can have this is the thing the briefcase can still be cool you can make it compelling again and still feature a loss you can do all those things I, I kind of feel like people the, the 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 thing that's intrinsically cool about the money in the bank briefcase is the cash in though the successful cash in without the successful cash in it feels like a letdown yeah okay maybe you're right maybe you're right I don't know it's still it's Roman so yeah, it's, it's, it's it, all you can do at this point is aim for a cool loss. <laughs> that's all well, you, you can do. You can aim to try to tell an interesting story. I think. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's that's what do. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Aim no, to, I know. I know. Which is a cool loss. <laughs> the bottom line is, it's a loss. It's a loss. 
It is. Uh, anyways, then uh, we let's had talk about our yeah. U.S. title match theory versus Mustafa Ali. Um, man, Ali came out with Chicago T-shirt, Chicago pants. He had his old Tron back. Yeah. Um, not his old theme, unfortunately, because I loved his old theme. It was a good um, theme, yeah. Uh, he had his most latest theme. Um, got a great pop from his hometown of Chicago. Uh, but you knew it wasn't going to happen, even b- beyond the fact that more often than not, Vince doesn't let people win in their hometowns. You know they're they're pushing. They're beh- they're really behind Theory. He's not going to lose that U.S. title anytime soon. No, He's probably going to have a match with John Cena and beat John Cena. Yeah, probably. Um, and in fact, uh, Ali put him in the STF. Theory in the STF in this bout, and there might be a little bit of foreshadowing for potential mm-hmm, Cena sure. bout. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, like Mustafa Ali's great. He should be winning championships wherever he's at. It's a bummer he's that he, you know, maybe didn't get a serious run with the uh, serious consideration to win this match. Maybe he did. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a bummer he didn't win it though. But I wasn't necessarily expecting him to either. You know, dude, you and I were both expecting this outcome. Yeah. But you're in Chicago. Do They're, something entertaining. Exactly. I thought they might have done a thing where Ali had won it. But through something, Theory ends up walking out of the, the whether it's him bullying the ref like Triple H did when Jericho beat him, yeah. Vince coming out and restarting the match for some reason. Yeah. That you give people the pop of Ali winning and the feeling that he won. And then Theory gets like legitimate heat for depriving him of the belt. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know. Instead of just a clean loss. Again, it doesn't really advance anything. Yeah. The one thing that I think kind of ended up. And I don't know, maybe this is maybe it would not have mattered. It probably wouldn't have mattered, but I wonder if there's any element of like, well, you walked out, you yelled at Vince, you held out on us, and so this is part of I don't know if punishment's the right word, but it's like we're not gonna let you do what Bianca did, win her hometown, or Zelina Vega, win her hometown. We're not gonna give you that because of how those things went down. I don't know if there's any if if that would be a case. But uh, regardless, this was a situation where I mean, that's the thing, though, man. It's like if you're going to if you're going to do this, if you're going to get heat in somebody's hometown. A clean win is not how you do it. Like no. you, you, you have them or or after the fact, you have them do something a little bit more than just a stupid selfie, you know, like you beat down all even more so that at least going into Chicago. Like, are they still in Chicago uh, for Raw tomorrow? I don't think so, but I don't or are know they out sure. of town? Okay, um, yeah, I don't know, man. But you you got to do something special for him. But he looked great. Yeah, yeah. Those, that Chicago gear was awesome. Oh, it was fantastic. It was great. Yeah. Uh, so the finish saw Ali hit this great draping tilt world DDT. It was amazing. Goes up top looking for a four fifty. Uh, theory gets out of the way. Hits Ali with a chop block. As earlier, Ali had jumped off the top rope. Landed on his feet, sold knee, and then uh, uh, Theory hits A-Town down to get the win. Mm-hmm. And then we had I our main event. That, I, that finisher is so bad. Dude. He should do the, the Spanish fly thing off the top rope for his finish. It's awesome, right? It's a much better move. Um, then we had our main event, Seth Rollins versus Cody. We talked about Seth in the Dusty-inspired gear, the yellow polka dots. Great. Thank you. Maggie says they're in Green Bay, Wisconsin tomorrow. Thank you, Maggie. Um, he comes out first. Awesome. He really milked that reveal. Oh, he's got this oh. great, this great coat on, and yeah. he's just waiting for that that spot in the music where it kind of drops a bit, and when it picks yeah. back up, oh, dusty man. gear. 
That was amazing. That was so fantastic. Yeah, it was, was great. great. And so we mentioned so yeah, his welcome. Yeah. Sorry, go Talked ahead. about Cody taking his coat off. Just <sighs> horrific zombified flesh. It was it was it was a lot of bruising, a lot of bruising. So <laughs> it was a lot of bruising, Cody man. Cody starts fast. He like early on disaster kick Cody Cutter. He's looking for a crossroads. Like, every time he has to land his back, I'm like, oh, this has got to suck so bad. This has to be so painful for him. So like I know I'm adrenaline, yeah, can usually, do a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but he needed a little less in his soul, a little bit more in his in his peck. Um, I like what I'm doing, so I'm gonna do the uh, the. I'm gonna start cutting the uh, reactions tonight, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I'm so tempted just to do the Cody match, <laughs> like just cut out any silence from the Cody match because it is it is literally hard to. It's just like I don't know how many. This is like a, a 15 minute match. Us yeah. going, oh yeah, oh. I know. I know. It was tough. Cody Cody goes through a table. I mean, he gets the maybe the so one of the first kind of like times that Seth really targets his chest, he gets a kendo stick Mm -hmm. and blasts him across it. One time he gets the point of the kendo stick and jabs it like right here. Yeah. Yeah. In his arm. And later on, he gets a weight belt that's also like in, you know, dusty inspired with polka dots Mm -hmm. on it. Yeah. smacks him across the chest with it. And every time Seth does anything to Cody's chest or shoulder or, or upper arm, mm-hmm. like you you feel it. Yeah, right. You can feel it, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, it was rough. It was really rough to watch. And then like halfway through the match, Cody decides, hey, let's do a bull rope match. <laughs> that you was know? an awesome – that was such an awesome reveal too. That was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So he brings a bull rope in with cowbell. And that, you know, they go back and forth with that for a bit. And eventually Seth gets the upper hand, yanks him into the ring post, takes that off. Um, and then uh, that's when, uh, after that, Cody gets the buckle bomb through the table. They get Seth the two count. And Seth gets a sledgehammer from under the ring. Cody boots him. Uh, Seth is looking to hit a pedigree. Cody escapes that, hits a pedigree of his own. Only gets a two. Really should have won the match, though. So then Cody I know. Picks up. I agree, man. You hit that pedigree. Like, maybe you hit that on the, uh, on the sledgehammer or something, you know? I know, something. Yeah, so then Cody picks up the sledgehammer. Seth rolls out of the ring. Uh, Cody kind of gives chase around the ring. Seth gets back in before Cody, hits him with a stomp, gets a two. Seth then hits a crossroads. Cody completely no-sells it, hits one of his own. They're both selling. Uh, Cody goes and reaches. They both go and reach for the sledgehammer. Cody gets it first. Um, uh, he, eventually has, he eventually drops it. Seth reaches for it. Cody hits him with a boot, hits uh, a pair of crossroads. Picks up the sledgehammer, blasts Seth with it for the win. I mean, I guess considering the sledgehammer played a part in the story, especially this last third of it, you kind of had to expect the sledgehammer coming into play for the finish. But yeah, a pedigree on sledgehammer would have been next level. Yeah, no, that would have been uh, that have been something else. I'm a big fan of the pedigree, and Cody's been teasing this for ages. I know, for ages I know. and ages. I'm glad he finally got to do it, got it out of his system. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it would have been great to see him do it in AEW and get all that heat. Heat. Oh, heat. So much heat. That's real heat right there. Um, anyways, that's going to do it for our Hell in a Cell review. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Twitch chat. Stick around. We'll raid somebody. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonator Phil McDonald here to tell you to go support Going In Raw and Friendo Club at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. They got bonus episodes, 
and free audio, a weekly newsletter rounding up the weekend wrestling news and a bunch more. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Go support or get hit with a stutter. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.